Ladies again for the afternoon Thursday and Friday. The Louisiana Wildfowl Festival is October 28th and 29th at the Cascade Center at Pelican Park in Mandeville. See over 2,000 hand-carved and collected decoys and other stunning wildlife. Reserve a spot at Saturday's dinner and meet guest speaker, lead judge, and 18-time world champion, Pat Goddard. See live decoy carving and painting at the Louisiana Wildfowl Festival October 28th and 29th at the Cascade Center in Mandeville's Pelican Park. There's an absentee auction for non-attendees at lwctg.com. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Well, we're glad to be here. Paul Hurd is back again, 4 o'clock. It must be the work day's almost over. I was listening to... Um, the uh, National uh, Progressive Radio Station uh, promoting uh, the a four-day work week with uh, five-day pay. I, uh, I don't think we're going to get that kind of manna from heaven. Uh, I think if we work hard, we'll get there. Uh, I'm proud to be here every day at 4 o'clock to uh, bring in the news that occurs during the day, and we've had a, bu- a busy, busy day. The clock is turning, the world is turning, and uh, you just don't know where we're going to be. We're going to do the financial report real quickly, and then we'll get on with several uh, Louisiana stories, as we always do. We'd love to hear from you on the Louisiana Excellence Hotline at 504-556-9696. Let's get, let's get on with it. We're glad to move this State forward. Look, here's our financial report of the day. We've got a real big winner. We'll get to him. He's uh, The party is on Bitcoin, but we'll get to the facts in just a moment. Uh, S&P closed up 30, uh, up three quarters of 1%. The uh, NASDAQ closed up 121, up nine tenths of a percent. And the Dow Jones closed up 240 at six-tenths of a percent. Everybody's growing on good earnings, are working their way through uh, the inflation cycle, and uh, the uh, and the interest rate rises, uh, as you'll see. And the uh, re- interest market today uh, is um, the front end tilted up a little bit. We've been flat in the in the sense that the back end was coming up and the front end the short term was not moving uh well it it changed a little bit in the front end the short term uh went up um a little bit today we uh, have two year treasuries at 5.10 we've got 30 year at 4.97 that's a 0.17 inversion we've been at 0.1 you can say that's almost double. You, uh, you, can, you can lie with statistics any way you want. It's still a modest inversion. I think that's still the Fed holding on, holding on, uh, and quite frankly, they don't know. It's funny that good economic reporting, which is what we're getting right now on earnings, often when you're fighting inflation, Good news is bad news. Well, so far, 
And I'll tell you what I'm afraid it is. The Fed is ready to lower rates with the 2024 election coming at us, and they want to be able to lower these rates to help the incumbent. They want to lower the rates by February, and they're not sure whether inflation is staying up at four, four and a half, five. And and if you look at it, it not only is staying up as a rate of increase, we all know when we go to the stores, when we buy anything, that nothing has come down after 18 months of inflation. We've got 20% higher costs for most goods, most services in the last 18 months. When we start talking about deflation, it will be the first time the people uh, get any relief from the uh, Joe Biden big spenders, including Senator uh, Cassidy, bless his heart, not a businessman, just, just a smiley face. But anyway, that's where we are. Interest rates uh, on the uh, short end are, are headed up a little bit. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Natural gas closed up a little bit, uh, 2% to 2.99. Uh, it's, it was above 3. It went down below 2.99, but it bubbled back up a little bit, uh, headed back toward 3. We'll see. Crude oil went to 85.78, and uh, that's down a little bit. That's finally down toward our ceiling, and that is we've been dancing above 85. We danced a little while above 90, and now it's easing back down the, uh, I think the markets aren't sure whether or not the oil, the world's oil market is going to be disrupted by the Middle East, it's going to be, and the prices, I'm afraid, will go back up above 90, uh, particularly uh, when, when the bombs start flying at soldiers. Right now, we've got terrorists, we've got guided missiles, isolated strikes, uh, pinpricks, Wait till they get out the hammer. That's when the that's when we've got to watch the uh, oil and gas prices. Now let's talk about our buddy that we always laugh at. Mr. Bitcoin always gets the last uh, comments on our financial report. Well, Mr. Bitcoin, bless his pea picking heart, was as low as twenty five thousand six weeks ago. It is now at 33,736. It went up today another 20, $2,452. $2, that's, that's almost 8% today. Uh, it, it's had other $1,000 days. Like I say, it's climbed from 25. If you want to see what 8 what percent is 8 to 25 because it's gone up 8,000. You're talking about a 33% increase in value for one Bitcoin in two months. If you, if you had 100 
dollars in Bitcoin. Uh, you've got one hundred and thirty-three dollars in Bitcoin in two months. Uh, the party's on Bitcoin. I, I I think more than oil and gas, which is interesting. I thought oil and gas would be the the thermometer for how shaky the world economy believes it is because of what's going on in the Middle East and. We can't forget they're still shooting at each other in the Ukraine. We still got ma- we got massive invasion on the south border. Uh, but with all that said, uh, it looks like Bitcoin is the is the canary in the coal mine as opposed to it being the price of oil. We'll find out. That's where we sort of ended up. Uh, it's a uh, it's a flat. Financial day, it's a party day, it's a new year for Mr. Bitcoin. So hang on to your seat. If you I, I don't play Bitcoin, it's a it's like me playing three-dimensional chess. I just don't get it. I don't think I'm gonna do it. And so I keep my money and plugging along in banks and stocks and hope that that's where we end up. Look, uh, let's talk about Louisiana. Let's talk about what one more, Governor Edward, Governor Quack Quack, one more attempt to do something to help his buddies. Make a deal, make a contract to help his buddies. Uh, they are, there was a, a proposal, we have to fix the bridge at Lake Charles for I-10. It's got to be fixed and it's got to be high, high priority. The, go- the, the, the leftovers of Governor Edwards's administration wanted to do it with a private uh, contract and put tolls on that bridge. We are not putting tolls on that bridge. That would be like slamming the door on commerce. Paul Heard, your host. We've got to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about all the other crazy stuff going on in Louisiana. Get a friend. Come on back. Jeff Cruer, host of Ringside Politics. I'd like to introduce WGSO General Manager, Marianne Guzman. WGSO is locally owned and operated right here in New Orleans. We believe in cultivating local talent and emphasize local programs. If you have an interest in hosting your own program, then we have some prime spots available. Thanks, Marianne. Folks, take advantage of this great offer. Email me at jeff at wgso.com or call me at 504-669-6076. Come fulfill your radio dreams at WGSO. The Tux Charitable Foundation, in association with the crew of Tux Parade, is holding the 4th Tux Umbrella Walk and Gumbo Gras on October 28th at 9 a.m. in Audubon Park, Shelter No. 10 off Magazine Street. Food, drink, live music are all included with registration. This is where Mardi Gras meets Halloween, and everyone is encouraged to come in costume. Kids' activities include the Small Friars Umbrella Decorating Tent, Decorated Wagon Parade, and Small Friars Funhouse. Please go to www.tuxfoundation.org for information and registration. 
Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. Does your business need to boost sales or drive customer loyalty? Talk to Sir Speedy. Our direct mail pros can get your company in front of the right people with our comprehensive direct mail and mailing services. All you have to do is share your goals with us and we can do the rest. Get the ball rolling and send your next direct mail project to us. Call Sir Speedy at 504-586-9812 or visit us online at sirspeedyneworleans.com. That's 504-586-9812. One, two, we do it. Atomic batteries to power. Now, everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show. If you relate to these clips playing in the background, you will relate to everything old is new again right here on WGSO. Hi, this is Douglas Viviani of Everything Old is New Again. Join us for the fun on Saturday mornings at 8 right here on the community voice of the Crescent City, WGSO. The Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumain Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. back we're back tuesday afternoon we're a little past four uh, herds louisiana live we're bringing it to you uh be glad to hear from you on what's going on in your louisiana governmental uh, system where around you wherever you are uh 504 is the number 504-556-9696 we'd be glad to have you uh, look, let me finish up on this toll bridge. This, uh, when I heard this the first time, of putting a toll on I-10, that is taxing. If, if it's the traffic coming from the west, that's putting a tax on anybody who would dare come to Louisiana on I-10. Last time I checked, I-10 is pretty busy. We've got lots of Florida tags. We've got lots of Texas tags. We've got lots of Mississippi tags. The very idea, the, the very, I don't know of any other, other than Pontchartrain, which was interstate, intrastate, uh, and was something that was tried 50 years ago. Uh, that's the only toll road I know of. But worse than anything was what does it tell you if Louisiana can't even fix the major I-10 bridge across a relatively small Sabine River? This is, this is embarrassing. It was, it was embarrassing when it was proposed. And remember, a toll equals a tax and that 
is the last hurrah of Governor Quack Quack Edwards' attempt to tax us into oblivion to pay for the favors that go out in Baton Rouge. This was a great vote, and to, to confirm our suspicions, uh, the vote was, in quotes, uh, Repo Republicans voting to kill this project funded this way, and the Democrats voted in favor of it. The Democrats never saw a toll tax assessment that fee that wasn't uh, worth imposing on someone. That's yesterday. This is this vote, and this was a joint legislative committee established and its members established by the old leadership, the Governor Edwards, Paige Cortez, the uh, Clay got stomped, Sheck Snyder uh, leadership put the representatives and the senators on this joint committee, and it went down in flames just like it did on Election Day. Good job. We're going to come back. We're going to get a first-class bridge. We're going to get it built at hyperspeed because we're going to be different than we've been for the last 50 years. Uh, let's do uh, – and let's talk about why. The next issue that we've got that's, I think, interesting is we talked earlier about uh, about the leadership in the legislature, and it looks like the leadership as far as the president of the center is – Senate is pretty well set as Cameron Hemery from Metairie. Good job, uh, Cameron. Now, uh, this is what's important. We can't be another, another chapter of the same book. We've got out-migration. We've got the, the nation's highest sales tax. We've got the highest... Uh, sales tax per capita in the southeast. We've got crime, and we're going to talk about it in a minute, Louisiana's crime is rated the worst in the nation. As all states, Louisiana is the one that is the most unsafe, most dangerous state. We can't continue the way we are. We've got a new nominee, prospective nominee for president of the Senate. The interesting is that there's this article, this is, remember, this fight's never going to be over until we start doing things better. It's not what we say. It's not what we promise. It's what do we do. Uh, and Jeremy Alford wrote a week ago maybe the article that said that Cameron uh, Henry was going to be the speaker now, he's got another article. He says, yeah, Cameron's still hanging in there. But all the Edwards supporters, all the rhinos, Republican in name only, all the quasi-Democrats, like Kate Paige Cortez or Mike Reese, Patrick McMath, these, these, are, these are just parasites. They're there for them. They're, they were part of our problem, and their leadership got beat. And what this article is interesting is Alfred can't resist. He went right back to talk to the people who have been ousted. I mean, 
if, if you voted everybody out, let's go talk to the losers about what we need to do tomorrow. No, you go see the winners. The winners were told by the people we needed a change. Paige Cortez is not it. Mike Reese is not it. Patrick McMath is not it. What we need to do is, is what this is, article tries to say is, oh, well, Henry is going to be the president, but all our good friends need to be high on committees. And the answer is you don't demote a failure and give him a chance to fail again on your watch. Give him a gold watch. Give him a pink. The, their leadership team was given a pink slip. On the House, it was interesting because the, 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 those vying for Speaker of the House may be narrowing a little bit. And again, it looks like um, the Reese was, if you will, let's see, uh, was actually the, in the House. He was a friend of Cortez. But he was the one of them that was vying for the job. But he was on the Cortez Edwards Democrat team. And... Uh, he did not succeed. Let's just put it that way. Uh, right now, what we've got is all of the represent, Republican representatives that were elected have signed a, a unity pledge saying that I will support the Republican that gets the majority vote in the Republican uh, caucus. In other words, what they did last time was Sheck Snyder took the lesser vote more Republicans wanted someone else, but he joined the Democrats to take the, the title and give them the power. That's not going to happen. This time, again, you've got a, a, a Representative Darrell Desotel uh, who is using his personal wealth and campaign money to buy influence to be a potential Speaker of the House, uh, ain't no way. Part of the problem, uh, I think he's one that uh, the governor doesn't have to get too involved right now uh, because they've got, I think, 18 elections still to be completed in the representatives. And uh, right now, we've got better candidates. We've got Philip DeVilliers of Eunice and Representative uh, Brett Guyman from Lake Charles. I, when we did the last legislative session, Philip DeValle was one pushing a reduction of our sales taxes. Brett Guyman was one of the 19 that voted to not bust the constitutional budget and put the money where it belonged, and it would have given you and me an income tax cut. Those are the kind of leadership that I believe this new governor and this new batch of leadership will uh, be looking for. Uh, look, when we get back, we've got a lot more uh, about how bad, this, how dangerous the state is. We're going to talk about the U.S. speaker because I think something just came across that's, that, that changed a little something. This is Paul Hurd, your host. Hurd's Louisiana Live is your program. We'll sell a little bit. We'll be right back.
Donate your vehicle and make a difference. WGSO 990 AM has partnered with Charitable Adult Rides and Services, also known as CARS, to allow you the opportunity to donate your car, truck, motorcycle, RV, or boat to our nonprofit organization. You may qualify for a tax deduction while supporting a cause that is near and dear to your heart. Simply go to WGSO.com and follow the link on our homepage. Vehicle donation pickup is always free to you and most vehicles can be picked up within 24 to 72 hours. You'll receive an initial car donation receipt upon pickup and then the CARS team will work to turn your car into cash to support our cause. Once your vehicle is sold, the CARS team will provide you proper tax forms in time to file. Their friendly donor support representatives are available seven days a week to assist throughout the process. Again, for more information, go to WGSO.com. Tune in to Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Tell us what you're cooking or ask us how to cook it with Don Clement and Patty B. We'll share recipes, cooking techniques, everything from sous vide to grilling. Got a favorite kitchen gadget? Let us know about it. Your grandma's secret sauce? Now we're talking. Tips from home cooks for gourmet cooking at your home. Join Don Clement and Patty B. for Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Come on to my house. WGSO 990 AM is the only locally owned and operated talk station in New Orleans. We feature 20 local hosts discussing a variety of topics in an era when the daily newspaper is being discontinued and our competitors are out-of-state media conglomerates. We ask you, our listeners, to support local programming on a local station. To advertise or sponsor one of our great shows, contact me at jeff at WGSO.com or call 504-669-6. Louisiana Radio Network. I'm Colleen Crane. The massive pileup on I-55 in St. John the Baptist Parish that claimed the lives of several travelers and sent many more to hospitals this morning was due to exceptionally low visibility. Tyler Stanfield with the National Weather Service says they were getting reports of visibility as low as an eighth of a mile when the crashes occurred. Stanford says the fog and smoke from nearby marsh fires made it extremely difficult to see. What we call uh, super fog is kind of what we, we term it as because of it being enhanced by smoke. And Stanfield says winds were also so low, which allowed that super fog to sock in, but stronger winds are expected for tomorrow morning's commute. We should see the winds start to gradually increase and, and decrease that dense fog threat. But as of right now, uh, the forecast does show that there'll be some at least patchy fog tomorrow morning. The blood center and local hospitals are urging eligible people to donate blood as several people had to be transported to area hospitals. For donation center locations, visit thebloodcenter.org. LRN. If your power goes out, with Power Multiplier games from the lottery. Can you feel it? Feel it. With Power Up Multiplier, you can multiply your winnings. Win cash instantly with Power Spots. Feel the power. Can you feel it? Multiply your power. Power. Play all five games. Win up to $500,000. Feel the power and play Power Multiplier games today. Can you feel it? Feel it? Feel it? Feel the power. Top prize, $500,000. Can you feel it? Multiply your power. Power. Must be at least 21 to purchase. 
What does grace mean to you? At Grace at the Green Light, a 501c3 nonprofit, we believe that everyone deserves a hot meal, clean drinking water, and the chance to go home again. Our work is made possible through the generous support of Christ Church Cathedral, the Cathedral Church of the Episcopal Diocese of Louisiana. Christ Church Cathedral acts in support of community renewal and socioeconomic justice. Learn more at cccnola.org. Hey, it's Kevin Carr with your personal sneak preview invitation to join me on Sunday evening from 8 to 9 for Fat Guys at the Movies. Each week, I give you my take on the newest movies and movie news, but in a fun way. Not like those stuffy movie review snobs who take themselves way too seriously. I tell you if the new movies rock or not. Yes, it's fun for all ages with Fat Guys at the Movies. I'll see you Sunday evening at 8 on WGSO 990 AM. When the time came, I knew I had to find a place where Mom would be safe and active while still feeling independent. A place that was close to all of us and everything she needed. Locally owned and operated in the heart of Gonzales, I found Francois Ben's Senior Living. They specialize in independent and assisted living and memory care. Call 225-647-BEND for more information on our special pre-leasing offers. Francois Ben's Senior Living. Experience life as it should be. You might be afraid to speak out for fear of cancel culture or losing your job christian garrick show on wgso is your platform noon to two weekdays right here on 990 a.m wgso hello this is david jeremiah join me each weekday morning at 5 30 or 6 30 for turning point here on talk radio 990 a.m hi i'm william wallace you can hear me live on tuesday nights at five o'clock here on wgso or see what i had to say on facebook at william wallace for america we're back we're back glad to be here with you wgso 990 coming in uh the way we always do we always bring you the local news the local programming uh the local talent on loan from God. Who used to say that? I miss that guy. Wow. Uh, we all wondered. We didn't know how good he was till we realized uh, he was gone and how much uh, he just breezed through his day and the news and ideas to deal with the day. Look, that's where we are. We're in Louisiana. Uh, I get up every day with hope with expectations that we need to lower crime, increase business, and the results will be that we will grow the business and the great state will stop hemorrhaging people. We will get our people back. Our, our people are sitting on the border waiting to have a reason to come back and make a living in this great cultural mountain of, of fun. It's just a question if we can just get government off our back and help it do its job, safety on the street and low taxes. We have to reduce the taxes, and uh, I think we're going to. But right now, let's... We need to lower taxes, we need to lower crime, and we need to increase business productivity. 
Let's talk about the leg about let's reduce crime. Uh, it's it's happened again. This does this isn't new. It just confirms um, a, a a online travel uh, website called uh, the Wallet Hub uh, did a study and released the results on Monday that said Louisiana, you're dead last. You're the most dangerous state in. America, not Illinois, not Brooklyn, not Baltimore, not D.C. They're not a state, but they're dangerous, but we're worse. Wallet Hub says, nope, Louisiana, you're the king of crime. And that follows last week's Hub Score release that said the same darn thing that said, our crime is the worst as a state in America. Uh, I'm looking at a Greg Hilburn article out of the Shreveport Times today. It's one of those things that you just can't believe we are where we are. But uh, And I think, I think this is going to be something that Governor Landry will call that special session about what are we going to do with crime. And I think one of the tools that he will use leading up to that special session will be the existing violent crime task force that was established in the fall um, by legislation passed by Representative Alan Sebaugh, who is now in the Senate. And I think he will be leading the charge on trying to get our hands around this crime problem and sort through those. One thing we're going to do is identify the criminal. We're going to solve crime, and those people are going to go through a criminal justice system that is going to say we're going to sort the good, those who are willing to change and have the ability to change, we're going to give them a second chance. Those that have made crime a living are going to get three hots in a cot in some jail or penitentiary because at some point we just cannot have this threatening everyone on the street. I don't want to walk down to the back end of the quarter anymore. I don't know what's going to happen to me as I head toward Elysian Fields. I don't know what's going to happen if I get over on the riverfront and start easing back down into the quarter. I, look, we don't need it that way. We need lights. We need love. We need crime gone. And I think this, this report that came out today, we cannot forget where we are because we have to know where we are to know how we're going to get out of it. Uh, and so that's really... Uh, I hated to see this article again, but I think the election gives us tomorrow in six months. We'll be in April, uh, and we'll have an idea of our new governor's program to reduce crime in this state, big city, small city, anywhere city, uh, to make this place a place that our people can come back to. Look, one thing I wanted to mention... And it really was, I, I think 
it was pretty humdrum until just before I got on the air at 4 o'clock. And what happened, I'm speaking of the U.S. House of Representatives uh, Republican Party attempting to appoint, elect their Speaker of the House. They've got to find someone that will get all Republican votes except maybe four. Uh, there's no room for error. Any group of four or five can veto any candidate. And that's why we've been three weeks without a speaker is because it seems like everybody's got a grudge. Everybody's got something that they d don't like. There's somebody that doesn't like something about everybody. Uh, and I was sorry to hear that. The, they met. We talked about this. Nominations had to be Sunday. Presentations were Monday. And today was supposed to be the vote. And they still may have it. But here's, I think what I heard come across the radio literally in the news before my show started. And that was the Republican caucus nominated a man named Tom Emmert out of Minnesota. He, out of the 228, 29, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, 18, 19, 20 Republicans we have, uh, he got, he was just short 26 votes. That's closer than Jordan. That's closer than uh, Scalise. Uh, and that's closer uh, uh, than, obviously, um, it wasn't as good as McCarthy, but he still came up short. Here's where we are. Um, I've, Trump has come out and said that he has real personal reservations about Tom Emmert. Called him the infamous rhino. The R word said Tom has not been with us. Tom is, and I, and that's what, even if you look at newspaper articles, it talked about Tom Emmert and, and some of these other candidates. Tom was the one that the moderates in the caucus were supporting. And remember, when we started this and we talked about it, this is the changeover. The Republican Party in Congress is becoming majority conservative, majority more willing to stop deficit spending before deficit spending kills us, to stop entering wars because it sounds like uh, it's a good guy, bad guy, we just want to throw a, a couple of billion dollars at it. No. But what's happening over the fight was Kevin McCarthy was – a traditional middle to liberal member of the Republican Party. He was part of the go-along, get-along group. And so what you ended up with is the, Republic, I'm, I, the Republican caucus has just drug the conservatives along and said, you're the minority inside the Republican Party. You just have to come along and, and we'll try to work with you a little bit, but we're in the middle of the road, the Mitch McConnell's, the Kevin McCarthy's, uh, the John Boehner's, who is now a lobbyist for marijuana. 
they're, they're all inside the Beltway guys. This, is, this fight is being picked because the Republican conservatives are the majority in the caucus and the, mi- the minority are the rhinos, but the rhinos won't vote for a conservative, and that's the standoff. I hope, and Trump helped lead the way, we don't need a moderate. We're going to have to fight this fight sooner or later. What I heard, I thought, was that deals Mike Johnson and, a, and, a, and the gentleman Hearn from Oklahoma back in. They're the more conservatives. And it may be that we end up with a conservative Speaker of the House. Got to take a break. Take my last break. We'll come back for our last segment. Paul Hurd's your host. We're bringing it in live. We'll be right back. Hey, folks, this is Jeff Cruer. Join me at 7 a.m. till 11 right here on WGSO 990 a.m. or Ringside Politics with a Punch. We're going to be bringing you great guests. We'll discuss the latest hot topics and, of course, taking your phone calls. On Wednesday, Ringside All-Star Doug Schecksteiner joins us. The conservative Crawgator will discuss the hot topics of the day. We'll visit with our legal analyst, Pat Rooney, and we'll talk to retired Colonel John Mills about what's going on in the Middle East. All of that and more right here on Ringside from 7 to 11 on WGSO. Hi, this is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. Wednesdays at 5. Here on WGSO. Does your business need to boost sales or drive customer loyalty? Talk to Sir Speedy. Our direct mail pros can get your company in front of the right people with our comprehensive direct mail and mailing services. All you have to do is share your goals with us and we can do the rest. Get the ball rolling and send your next direct mail project to us. Call Sir Speedy at 504-586-9812 or visit us online at sirspeedyneworleans.com. That's 504-586-9812. We do it. Hey, this is BJ Russ. Make sure you join me every Saturday night for the Something to Say radio show right here on WGSO 990 AM. We'll be on from 7 to 8 p.m. We'll talk sports, music, movies, and pretty much anything in between. Saturday nights at 7 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM. That's the place to be. And don't forget that you can listen to us on WGSO.com and on the Mixler app. Join me, Mitch Gibbs, every Monday and Friday at 5 p.m. live on WGSO Radio New Orleans, talking Saints football in our 12th season in the red zone. We'll be live at Premier Nissan at 6636 Veterans Boulevard, where Metairie meets Kenner for another exciting season of Saints football live on WGSO Radio. Dave, Dave, get up. Huh? What? Get up. Why are you waking me up? It's 8.30 a.m. We got a show. On Everything Old is New Again, our show is on 
the air at 9 a.m. this morning and every Saturday morning. Oh, you mean it changed from 1 p.m. to 9 a.m.? Yeah, WGSO 990 a.m. They would like us to wake up New Orleans every Saturday morning with everything old is new again at 9 a.m. Come on, let's go. All right, here we go. Come on, you don't have to take a shower. Don't anything. We'll we'll do it on the air. Don't worry. All right, we'll be here. Everything old is new again. 9 o'clock Saturdays. Join me, Mitch Gibbs, every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. for our eighth season of Breakfast with the Bayou Bengals live from the Silver Slipper Casino in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. Final segment. Glad to be here. Let's talk a little bit. Everybody has had their chance to talk about the election and the uh, surprise. I wasn't a surprise on this program. Surprised that Attorney General Landry pulled off the victory and got 52% first day out of the gate uh, in the primary. Let's talk about why it happened. I just want to put my two cents in. I've read a lot of the other people's explanations, and most of them are explanations of why we're really not going to change. Really, we can't change. Really, no change is possible. We've just got to keep being the socialist state of Louisiana, and it's wrong. We need capitalism. We need freedom of business. We need low taxes. But that's what the voters knew But what happened on the election day? Let's talk about a couple of things that happened as it relates to in four years, in one year, when we do uh, the congressional elections, the Senate. I don't know if we've got, I hate to say it, I don't know if we've got a senatorial election yet. Uh, But we'll have all the congressmen. But let's talk about some of the the, the items uh, that we'll experience in a new electoral dynamic, electoral matrix in the state of Louisiana. Uh, And I'm going to say probably post-Trump. He's changed the mix of the Republican Party from the big wigs dragging the white-collar worker around to the white-collar and the blue-collar people are telling our government no more. But let's talk about structurally some things that happened. Never before has the Republican Party run by, and the Democratic Party is also, a state central committee. That has always been a, uh, a group that had meetings, represented the Republican Party, in name only, and I really don't mean it as far as policy. It it has, since Mike Francis, it has been one of the most conservative insti- Republican institutions in the state. It's been far more pro-life uh, than the establishment Republicans, and it's been far more pro-lower taxes. This year, for the first time, the Landry was the only can't go gubernatorial candidate that got out early and gathered the endorsement of the state central committee majority. The way you pass something, you have the right on the state central committee to have a resolution passed, have an endorsement occur. 
if a majority of those elected sign an endorsement or sign approval of a resolution, they submit it to the executive committee, and the executive committee has some discretion, but not much. Uh, and basically, this won't happen again. Jeff Landry got out ahead, pulled a coup, if you will, by hustling, by getting out early, and he got the votes at the state central committee, got a majority, well over a majority, and they took it to the executive committee, and they endorsed Jeff to begin with, to start the election. Never before had it occurred. And in fact, the policy had been, this is part of how do you neuter a Republican conservative institution? The, the, the policy by the status quo had always been if there was more than one Republican running against another Republican, that you that no one the Republican Party would not endorse either until there was a runoff. So what that did was it made the Republican State Committee, the Republican Party institutionally neuter, because there was always two Republicans at least. And so one, the next time there's a governor's race, the State Central Committee will be solicited way ahead of time. And therefore, it's going to be very difficult to get a majority from the state central committee. But it's it may very well be the first groundwork of the next gubernatorial election will be, can you go quickly and get the endorsement from the state central committee? Another very historically unique factor that supported Landry's early endorsement was the last two elections where uh, Responi lost to Edwards and Vitter lost to Edwards. Both of them, we've got 60% Republican voters in this state and we lost to the Democrat because what we had was we had multiple Republican candidates, two things, multiple Republican candidates that aimed the gun at each other, called each other names, beat down their likability, and offended their supporters. And what happened at the end of it is, for example, with Responi, with Eddie Responi, he really laid it on Dr. Um, Abraham, Dr. Abraham is a great gentleman, and Responi dirtied him up with half-truths. So what happened was the Abraham voters, even if they were Republican, did not go and vote for Responi. They didn't go vote for Edwards, but they stayed home. You split the party. Same thing when David Vitter ran against Darden, and again, they dirtied each other up. And then the uh, Vitter won the run, the, the primary. <laughs> and Darden goes over to the other side and endorses the Democrat. And that's why I'm telling you, there's a lot of Paige Cortez's, there's a lot of Clay Sheck Snyder's that are really 
Democrats in Republican clothing. I think that's the, the, the best chance for the Democrats to revitalize themselves is to call those Democrats home uh, because they certainly are not Republicans. They, they, they want to take taxes and hurt us. But remember this, the Republican Party has learned its lesson. Don't dirty up a fellow Republican because all we're really doing is helping the Democrat get elected. Other, a corollary to that is that in both those two cases, the Republican kept thinking, I need to beat the other Republican to get in the race. So they dirtied each other up, and they ignored the Democrat they were going to run against. What uh, Jeff Landry did this time is that some of his advertising, some did not ignore Sean Wilson and wait to beat him in the runoff. So, again, it shook his base. It disheartened his base. And, like we've said, Republican conservatives have to campaign everywhere in America, including the Ninth Ward. We've got to convince our voters that this is a better way of life. Uh, and lastly, the um, uh, what you'll see in these campaigns is the PACs do all the negative work, all the negative advertising, and the candidates' campaign itself does all the positive promoting. That's why it worked. Welcome to today. Welcome to a new Louisiana. We'll be back tomorrow, Wednesday at 4, and we've got a special guest, Attorney General... Uh, candidate uh, Liz Merle, and uh, have a good evening. I think I'm headed for an old-fashioned. Uh, Herds Louisiana Live is coming in hot now, and we'll be back at 4 tomorrow. Festival. Inviting guests to six days of in-person screenings at the Contemporary Arts Center, The Broad, and the Britannia Theaters Uptown and at Canal Place from November 2nd to the 7th, plus a virtual cinema running November 2nd through the 12th. Tickets and pass information, film schedule, and how to watch from wherever you are at NewOrleansFilmFestival.org. We know you'll have a great time, so your first ticket is on us with the code NOLALOVE. New Orleans, are you ready to have a conversation? Well, if you are, Ron Richardson is here to tell you that you should tune in to my show, Conversations with Ron Richardson, every Saturday morning from 11 a.m. until 12 noon here on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com where we discuss mental health, disability, and everyday life. Tune in to Conversations with Ron Richardson every Saturday morning from 11 a.m. until 12 noon here on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. The fastest-growing conservative talk show in the South is now on five days a week on WGSO 990. That's right. American Ground Radio has moved from Saturdays to Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 p.m. American Ground Radio is based out of Louisiana and is grounded in the ideas that founded our country. American Ground Radio is a show for everyone who believes there is greatness within each of us. So tune in Monday through Friday starting at 8 p.m. on the community voice of the Crescent City WGSO 990 a. Do you have ghosts in your house? Well, I do. Hi. 
It's Bloody Mary, your local spirit guide, psychic medium, and celebrity ghost hunter. I run the Haunted Museum and Voodoo Spirit Shop in the French Quarter. Come do a ghost hunt with us and sharpen your communication skills with the other side. Don't be afraid. I'll teach you how to, as we learn and do, go ghost hunting, join a Victorian seance, and explore the beyond. Did you know that you can even plan an entire haunted night at the museum for your private party? Seven days, seven nights. Join us. BloodyMaryNewOrleans.com Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune-in radio app, WGSO.com. On the AM dial at 990, we are WGSO.